Hey everybody, welcome back with another episode of Would You Like a Sample? I'm Marty. I'm Jonathan. And this is episode 222 mm-hmm. of the show where we freeload, free ride, and basically enjoy all the free things in life. Just sampling a little bit of everything, whether it is food, drink, or a little bit of entertainment. That's right. Uh, Jonathan, I had a good day today. Did you? Yeah, actually, just before coming over here, I got back from Whole Foods. Yeah? And yeah, I don't know what it is about Thursday midday, but all the samples were out, man. Interesting. Yeah, it was good. I love that they have those little like stands that you can just like poke into mm-hmm. and grab the food. Oh, like, yeah. You don't that. even have to interact with somebody. No one at all. Yeah. And, and like technically the product is there. You could take it. Right. But like there's nobody there to look at you sideways when you just walk right by. You're like, thank you for this Robusto cheese. It, it's sort of that, that idea that when you walk into the produce section mm. and you're like, oh, man, all this food's out. I should try a little bit of it. Yeah. But they're like, no, because what we do is we put a little dome over it. Right. So you know when it's domed, it's good to go. It's good to go. Look for the dome. Yep. I like it. Well, how about you? How's your week been? It's been okay. Uh, We uh, got together um, with some friends. And by we, as you know, it's it's me and my dog, Toby. Right. Uh, we got together. We went down to Fells, and they were handing out little treats for the dogs oh, to try, yeah. which Toby is really good at figuring out what's a good treat and what's not a good treat. Nice. He is probably the most snobbiest dog when it comes to, to treat eating. Yeah, I meant to ask you. So you've got your long-running uh, quest, yes. we could call it, to uh, find a free dog food yes. that, that he likes. And uh, you tried, I think it was Whiskas yes. this week, which I think is technically a cat it's food. It's a cat food. Yeah. The problem is is that changing a dog's diet as often as I do to try to find mm. the right food for him is devastating to his stomach. Oh, and no. it may have also led to why he's so finicky about treats. Oh, maybe. Um, but, you know, you put some peanut butter on a plate and he'll, he'll lick that up. That's good. Straight up. That's and good. So he hasn't lost his appetite. He hasn't lost his appetite. But yeah, it, it is a mess sometimes when I get home late after work. Oof. Yeah, I bet. Well, uh, you know, everything we say free, but free comes with a cost. It does in and, life. And, you know? Uh, you know, dogs, I think in general have it super, super good because oh, yeah. everybody wants to give free stuff to dogs. Well, not only that, but they don't have to pay for their food. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, the same goes for any pet that humans take care of. I don't know. I feel like Babe the Pig got to pay for his food. Did he, though? I never saw the second movie, Pig in the City. I think that was a different pig, though, too. Oh, yeah. Well, if we're talking about the acting pig, yeah, almost certainly. I think it was like... How long do pigs live outside of captivity? I mean, how long does it take to cure bacon? Well, um, I'm very excited about our guest this week. An unusual guest for us uh, because we are not doing a product review. We don't have a sales rep on nope. the show, which is how we get, Usually, uh, by the way, yeah, pro tip out there for everybody who wants to get free stuff, start a podcast. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what this is all about. We're up to episode 222. Mm-hmm. We're killing it, John. I mean, yeah, Chipotle, uh, Outback Steakhouse, Ruth mm-hmm. Chris, you mm-hmm. know, you just say it and then things come to your door. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll be saying Ruth Chris a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got it. It's going to take a while to pay down that one. Yep. But our guest today was actually recommended to us by uh, another podcaster. Yeah. And he's a podcaster as well. 
and he's going to bring us some of his homebrew beer. Yeah, it, it should be interesting. He's sort of a, uh, what's the wine? Like a Sauvignon? Is that? That is a kind of wine. Oh. Do you mean a sommelier? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. A sommelier. See, I always get that concerned with like S- Somalian pirates and I always like, oh, yeah, don't want to start It's very that. different. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different. They might like a good wine though. Oh, for sure. He's a sommelier of, of homebrew. Of homebrew. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's what he tells us. So we're very much looking forward yeah. to sampling some of his wares. You know what? Let's just... Let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to the interview. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration for Would You Like a Sample is provided by... Jameson, Taco Bell, Apple, Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, Under Armour, Nike, Reebok, Jägermeister, Tito's, Pizza Hut, Verizon, Xfinity, Dish, and Marvel. All right, and welcome back. We are extremely pleased... To be welcoming into the studio, one of our rare in-person guests, yeah. please welcome Christopher Scarborough. Chris, oh, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for uh, for bringing me. I'm uh, I'm really excited to be here, and uh, I am so excited to be sharing my homebrew with you. Oh, oh my, my gosh, yeah. and we are very excited to sample it. Yeah, very much so. I have to say, this is probably one of the nicest episodes we've ever yes. done. Most of the... I don't know if you've ever tried to live like the the freegan or the sampler lifestyle, but uh, there's a lot of mass-produced crap out there. Very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, I totally understand. And uh, in fact, uh, most of the things that I get for my homebrew, uh, for instance, uh, that when I make a cider, mm-hmm. yeah, I just pick the crab apples right from my backyard. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, all free. Uh, when I I do wines occasionally, and when Ooh. I do wines, uh, I usually uh, get all the neighborhood kids together. And I have them pick honeysuckles and oh. make wines. Yeah, so wow, wine from honeysuckles. Yeah, that's free labor, right? And and uh, and free uh, free alcohol, basically. That right, seems, free alcohol seems like a lot of work. Though. Sugar. Well, but, if it's not your uh, work, honeysuckles are like yeah, tiny. tiny. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundreds of them, hundreds and hundreds of them in a wow. big old mason jar. Oh, I love that. We just pack them on down, and uh, and I don't pay those kids a thing. So Beautiful. right, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Go. Well, they they have a fun activity. Hell, some people consider honeysuckle a weed. So you're basically turning nature's garbage into yeah. delicious, delicious alcohol. Absolutely, and we just we just pick the neighborhood clean, so there's no flowers left. Oh, oh. my gosh, yeah. Well, this is I think a, a, a scavenging ideal we can all live up to. Yeah. Yeah, this so great. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to get into it. Uh, I, yeah, I, sure. Again, let me just say I apologize for being late because I was drinking a shower beer before I left. And it was oh, just, no worries. It was just so good I had to do a second one. And, uh, hey, nice. Yeah, now, now when I say a shower beer, I, I, I you, you might think that I was actually in the shower. Okay. Which, yeah, that was my assumption. Yeah. Which I was, but that's that is, I mean, okay. I actually brewed a shower beer with lavender in it. Oh. Yeah, it's called oh. shower beer. So I was oh. drinking a shower beer. In the, shower. in the shower. In the shower. It's very meta. As a shower beer. Just right. just to let you know. Yeah. yeah and uh, that, I drank my last two, so I could not bring any of those. And Aww. I also wasn't planning on getting into the shower with right. you guys. Yeah, so, I mean, that would be... Oh, is that the only place to, that... That is the only place to drink should, okay. shower beer. I get it. Yeah. The only place. Yeah. So not oh. even in a bathtub? Is... Uh, well, I mean, if you have the shower on. If the shower running. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That would be fine. So, uh, but uh, to start off with, I actually have uh, right here, I uh, hope you don't mind the opening noise. This is... No. Here we go. This is the. That's uh, pro. That wasn't foley at all. Is, that was that was very real. Is yeah. your is your is that a ring opener? Oh, oh of course it is. Wow. Yeah, that's my uh, that is my ring uh, bottle cap opener. Nice. Oh, I, nice. I always have this. So I'm going to pour you guys a little sample of this. Uh, this is the chocolate coconut stout. Now oh, this looks lovely. Okay. Yeah. Now uh, here's the thing: is that because this is homebrew, you have to remember uh, this is a probiotic. 
So, ah. uh, yeah, because uh, of, of all the, the different yeasts that are inside of it. Mm -hmm. So it is really going to kind of grind your uh, grind your, your muffins inside. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Like all those, uh, remember when we did Activia? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was in bad shape Activia. after all those flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so now before you guys really get a taste of it, mm -hmm. what I want you to do is uh, I'm going to teach you guys the proper way oh, great. to smell a homebrew. Good, because okay? I'm over here sniffing, I'm but sniffing, I feel like I just no, yeah. you guys are doing it totally wrong. Okay. Oh, good. It's yeah, completely so. wrong. So you want to bring it up to your nose, mm -hmm. and uh, you want to plug up your oh, right nostril. Okay. And you want to smell it with your left. Hmm. Okay? And what you're smelling there, you're smelling it all with your right brain. Okay? Right. That was and, what I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. So, so the creative side. The creative the side. Now. So you're really smelling. All, and then what you do is you plug your left nostril, mm. and you smell it with your, your, your right nostril. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's correct. Uh, and then... Uh, you, you, you can kind of taste all of the smell, all yeah. of the different, you know, the different uh, right. uh, things that are inside of it, all of the uh, hops, right? you know, all of your malts, you know, and uh, you let the analytical the... side of your brain get yeah, at it. Yeah. Like, really, it really, really categorize it. It. Yeah. it splits it up. Okay. Like it. So then after you're done with that, you smell it with both nostrils mm. and then you take a sip. <sighs> And then if you can, just switch it around, switch it around in mm -hmm. your mouth. And what you're going to taste, you're going to taste notes of coconut, mm -hmm. maybe some vanilla. What are you guys getting? What are you guys getting? Definitely in there. A um, little bit almost of a caramel flavor, like very faint. Yeah. Could could be some caramel, yeah. Uh, chocolatey, always, I feel like. Well, it any, is anything... a chocolate coconut stout. Okay, there it I, is. I just... All right, I, did, did you say that at the top? I'm Yeah. Okay. I missed that. I'm sorry. I, I taste. I taste alcohol. That's all I taste. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jonathan is used to lighter fare. Oh yeah. Um, so what you're saying is you really like it. Um, I mean, that's I mean, he, this is this that's is, what he means. This is homebrew. This is homebrew that I created. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to taste it. Right. Okay. Go ahead. There you go. And if you could just if you could just tell me how much you really like it, that would be great. Uh. I mean, I would order two sweet baby Jesuses and maybe one of these. Whoa. Like that's I have to say I really like it and I apologize for Jonathan's rudeness. Oh no no no. We're I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just no, trying no, to no, know. There's, yeah. there's different be... tastes. There's different tastes. I understand. We're just used to being very forward on the show. There's Yeah, no, no. It's usually it's not a if rep you are in the a room. Fan and... of Duclaw. I understand why you would like sweet baby Jesus. Uh but that is a uh, that is a, a big company that makes right. big That's beer, right. yeah. and uh, this is handcrafted. In fact, if you really if you taste it again, mm. you can taste the craftsmanship. Hmm. Right? Do you how how much? I do taste an oaky taste to it. Yeah. How much craftsmanship? Yeah, that's... was put into that. It does. It tastes like a lot of work. It tastes like labor, and I like that. Well, that's funny because my wife was going into labor at the time wow. that, this, that I was brewing this. In wow. fact, I, I was in the middle of the boil, throwing the hops in. Mm. She went into labor. I called an ambulance, and I didn't show up for two or three more days because okay. I had to put the yeast right, yeah, and yeah, everything else. There's a process to this. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I really... Abandon. What yeah. are you going to do, lose a batch? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so what what is the, the process of, of making a homebrew? Because I know like when my... Uh, for Christmas, my cousins got me one of those uh, dome grow your own hops things, and then a book yeah. mm -hmm. to make your own beer. Is that how you do it, or is uh, I actually do grow my own hops? Okay, uh, oh, I wow. have a, I have Newport hops growing. I have Cascade hops growing uh, out in the yard right mm -hmm. now. 
Uh, nice. You can, yeah, you, 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 there's several different ways that you can do it. And now, are, are they all named after brands of cigarettes? I know Newports, but I don't know Cascade cigarettes. Uh, no, actually, the cigarettes are named after the hops. Oh, yes, the other way around. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, okay. completely the other way around. Now, what mm. you're tasting here mm -hmm. in this crafted beer, this coconut chocolate stout, right? Okay, what you're tasting there, uh, besides just the craft, you're tasting a lot of dark malt. Okay, because mm -hmm. now there's there's different ways that you can do it. You can you can of course go all grain. Uh, you can also use extract, okay. uh, and then you can also brew in a bag, which is, you know, you have to take a, you, you can get a bag from anywhere, really. Uh, Home uh -huh. Depot, right. you can use paint bags. Uh, they work oh, very well. Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so because, you know, now normally I just go to construction sites. Mm. I get old paint bags. Okay. Uh, and sure, then I wash sure. out the latex and then reuse them. Okay, nice. So, so, what, like, so that's a... good for like locking in flavors. Or... Yeah, well, okay. it's all about the craftsmanship. Would would uh, also right. sort of like a pastry bag be a good place to do it? Because uh, you could I... just squeeze it. No, no, because that has a hole in it. I mean, all the little tiny holes. You want it to be a net. Okay, right. But uh, a pastry bag—that is a the ridiculously one, just the big hole. Yeah, just ridiculously big stupid hole. idea. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's what we're known for. I feel like. All ideas are, are good ideas. Uh, except for that one. We can start. Hey, it's a, it's a taste of our own medicine. We're getting three, three sweet baby Jesuses. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I have to say, I'm, I'm several sips into this, and now I definitely smell the coconut. So is there real coconut in here? There is it? real coconut. It's, mm. a, it's desiccated coconut. But I joke around, and I like to call it desecrated. You know, like a desecrated church. Oh, uh, why? What, what do you do to it? I, nothing. Oh. I guess if it's not consecrated, then technically it was it's desecrated. It was, it's desecrated coconut. Interesting. Or can you desecrated? Yeah. It was never. It was never consecrated. So it'd be desecrated, insecrated. No, I'm I'll, just saying, I'll trust you. On I'm this just one. saying this because I, I went to a church and I actually scraped all of the coconut off the top of a coconut cake oh. at a church, and that's where I got it. Oh, oh I, I really like. Can it. I just say, you know where that coconut frosting probably came from? A pastry bag. Yes. That is a well. I'm gonna finish this one right off. Yep, you've earned it. Well, this this I think is very good. What gives good. it its color? Oh, that is, is the, the malt? Uh, yeah, that is the malt. Okay. Uh, that because you use dark malt, uh, they are kilned for a very long amount of time, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. actually caramelizes the sugars inside of it. Okay, right. Which is where the caramel flavor comes from, and you know where that comes from? The craft. Ah, the mm. craft of home brewing. Sure, right. That's where you have to keep track of variables, do things with your hands watch and, and know and do things that's not something we're used to here on this show no so uh now amazingly uh this homebrew is about i would say 10 percent alcohol mm. yeah so i that's, mean that's strong yeah yeah, yeah. Do no you, wonder it tastes so good yeah do you do you do that on purpose or is it something like, oh, how do you control that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> okay. yeah see what when i first started uh when i first started homebrewing uh, I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> no, it's really hard to believe. But uh, when I first started, I wasn't very good at it. And uh, I, I used to just dump a whole bunch of extra sugar into it because mm. sugar, yeast will convert sugar into alcohol. Right. Right. I don't know if you guys know that, yes. but that's that's how that's that works. One of the few things I knew yeah, about brewing. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So great. So we're, we're all on board. Uh, so what I would do is I would just dump a whole bunch of sugar into it. And mm. then when I got done, I used to make really light beers because I wasn't really used to the dark stuff, right. you know? Uh, and well, then, Jonathan. It sounds like there's hope yeah, for you, maybe. Maybe. And, and you can come around. But the, the homebrew that I used to make was not that good. And in fact, uh, when I was done with it, because I dumped all the extra sugar into it, it really tasted a lot like uh, like Steel Reserve. Have you guys oh. ever had Steel Reserve? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's terrible. It's terrible. So what I would do is I would package that up in two liter bottles, uh-huh. and then and then I would go around downtown and I would pass that out to homeless people. Ah, mm. nice. yes, yeah. And, until I got better, right? Mm. Uh, and then eventually I I moved up, uh, you know, and started passing it out to you know other people that right. were less less homeless. Oh, I see. Well, great. So I guess that answers that question, uh, which is how can we get some of your two liter bottles of. Uh... Steel reserve alike. I guess just be homeless. Well, uh, I could. I mean, I could brew some for you guys. I mean, I haven't done it in a while. I mean, that's an old recipe. That's at the front of the book. You know. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm okay. I'm almost completely through the through the back of the book now. Oh I mean, yeah. Wow. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's quite a, a tome you yeah, have. That's. I mean, I have I have a lot of different recipes. And in fact, so so you guys have had this one. Uh, oh right. Yeah. You uh, you brought another one to say. Uh, yeah. So uh, so this one this one is uh, actually has its own name. Ooh, uh, it has nice. a nice little label here. Oh look at that. And this is called Munkenstein. Now that looks like its label is made from other labels. Yes. So, uh, have you ever heard of Trappist beers? Uh, I've heard of Trappist monks. Yes, Trappist monks uh, make Trappist beers. Not okay. all of them, of course. Some of them make cheese. Some of them make, uh, mm. you know, wine. Some of them make different things. I wonder how they decide who does what. Uh, it's, they're probably born into it, sort of like mm. the Avatar. Oh, yeah, like different regions. That is that is not the way that it works. Oh uh, no, no, not at all. Um, but a- anyway, I digress. Uh, this is actually there are twelve different Trappist monasteries, oh. and I took the yeast from every single bottle. Now there are certain monasteries on here. For instance, West Flatteran. West Flatteran is the hardest beer to get a hold of. Now while I'm hmm. talking, I'll go ahead and pop this open, oh, sure, and we'll give it a try. Uh, the West Flatteran. The only way to get it is to go to Belgium itself. Uh, and then you have to go to the actual monastery mm. only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Hmm. And you can only buy a case at a time. I oh. myself, never having been to Belgium before. Sure. I okay. uh, I actually wound up getting this on the black market. But, oh, I mean, very nice. Yeah. I mean, so uh, to in order only to get the yeast that was involved with it. Now, right. you'll notice that this is much, much older. So mm. because it's older, it's been aged and the flavors are going to be different. Now, no. I've already forgotten the order. Is it yes. left yeah. nostril? No, it's less, left close, nostril. Close right nostril for right. left. Well, he's actually. I'm actually coming around to this guy. And then he's good with directions. Left nostril to right. Mm-hmm. And then both. And you can you can even give it a swirl a little bit to oh, kind of kick up some of the uh, sort of like a wine. What is yeah. the um, the percentage on this one? The percentage on this is about, I believe, seven and a half. Okay, this is something. I can this do. is also very dark. In fact, in, in terms of color, it almost matches the the chocolate stout. Right, but it's not going to be it's not going to be as uh, quite as heavy. Yeah, it smells very light. It smells a lot like banana. I I have to say, I like this. Like this I, is I, for you. I, yeah, huh? this one's for me. This is a little bit sweeter. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, it's a little it's a little sweeter. So this is made from twelve different hops that no 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 no, no. Oh. twelve different mm-hmm. yeasts yeast. I'm from, sorry from from monasteries right. that have been brewing beer for hundreds of years. So this isn't something that you just took twelve different bottles of beer and then poured into a vat and then created this. Uh, actually, kind of. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but I, I just, appreciate just, that. I like that. They're idea. just yeah. they're 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 people that have been brewing those beers for mm. hundreds of years. Uh, up in their monasteries. Now there is one in here called uh, called Spencer that is from Massachusetts. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so we actually have one Trappist monastery here in the U.S. Okay, that's interesting. Which is I a, did not know that. Very unknown thing. They also make cheese, and uh, I also believe I have some fig jam from them up in my hmm. cabinet right oh, now. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I didn't think to bring any of that to pair with it. 
that would have been good too because you know pairing figs dates things like that sure we're actually cheese. good to, yeah cheese cheese i, I am right, coming around cheese. to this guy yeah he knows I like what's the up idea of cheese. uh i have a, a question if it if it's from 12 east from 12 different monasteries uh i i like the name munkenstein could we work in a reference to 12 monkeys somehow <gasps> Uh, that might be possible, but I brewed this two years ago, and I've already put the label you, on it. You might oh. have to go back in time. Oh, Jonathan, oh. I see what you did there. Hey. <laughs> we saw that movie for free at the theater. Oh. It was during a press screening. Oh, that's... We have not watched the show. It is not on Netflix yet. Oh, there's a show? Yeah, you did. Yeah, sci-fi did a 12 Monkeys. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't get sci-fi for free. It's so, true. No, yeah. we don't get that. So um, I, I don't know if this is a sore subject because uh, my lack of knowledge of the homebrew area is very limited. Do do people consider you guys to be sort of just a an offshoot of Moonshiners? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, see, because Jimmy Carter made homebrewing legal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy Beer. I mean, that was... I mean, his brother was brewing his own beer, so I... His brother, yeah. Billy? William? Yeah. Is it, I think, Bill? yeah. Wasn't it Billy Beer? I, I think, I, I, I do not know that. Yeah, I think it was I Billy. I do not know the I just remember the Simpsons episode where, like, Homer goes into the back and, like, pulls out a six-pack of, right. of Billy Beer. But it was, like, Jimmy Carter's brother. You know, I feel like we're going to have to step it up with this show. I have, like, I have no idea, like, we which president made it legal to, like, make... I got Friskies cat food, right? Like when was the first dry cat? I'm 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 kind of tasting this and I smell I because I, before I came on the show I actually asked you guys to make sure that you didn't wear any cologne or perfume mm-hmm. uh, or or to make sure that you put the deodorant that wasn't scented and and I'm right I think I, I had is, to take two showers today I think something is messing around with my in fact when I drank mm. my shower beer earlier mm-hmm. I made sure I used only water okay and no right. soap. So that you could really taste the craftsmanship mm. of this of this homebrew, and I feel like one of you guys are wearing some kind of cologne. Oh, it's definitely and it's, me. And Jonathan, sorry, I, I I had to work a little bit. I had a date. Oh, and, uh, so you stop stop by the old perfume you know, counter at the mall. You know, get a little, uh, a little spray axe. spray. It's 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 really it's really kind of messing around with the smells and tastes yeah. of this crafted. Monkenstein. I have to apologize. I don't notice it anymore. Like my sinuses have been deadened to it at this point. Well, he's basically like the the you know a a soda fountain where you kind of mix all the sodas and you you get a drink. It's called the suicide. Yeah. Jonathan is basically the suicide of cologne. Yeah, I just wear everything. I mean, he does smell kind of like a French whore. Well, that is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. I do. I do. Jonathan really loves French culture. In fact, what's what's funny is the the Monkenstein. That's kind of how I came up with the concept. Mm. of using all 12 yeasts uh was uh you know a suicide trappist is this like it, oh. it kind of has a cidery taste to it is it like a a close to a cider or no, no? it actually that yeah. is all from the way the yeast make it okay yeah the yeast like to produce things they like to they like to produce alcohol right mm-hmm. they like to produce esters and phenols and those are phenols and esters are are such strange things they can go all the way from uh the flavor and taste of burnt wires uh, which to, is not not, not good, this one, which, is, which is not good. To yeah. like clove and banana, mm-hmm. uh, they can also create uh, flavors like dirty diaper, and uh, they can. That's also... very specific. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in fact, like if you drink certain types of uh, like sour beers, for instance, mm. where you have wild yeasts, okay, uh-huh. wild yeasts will create even crazier flavors, uh, such as uh, you have horse blanket. 
horse blanket horse that is blanket. also very specific it is it is uh there's also the uh smell and flavor of mouse taint mm. yeah those are how different. do you how do you get to be an expert in knowing that flavor though well i mean i would imagine that you would have to you're... lift up its tail right yeah I but i'm just get in there i think like the monks you're born into it got it yeah i just want to let everybody know i did do some research about billy bear uh-huh. uh it only lasted a year but it was uh promoted by billy carter Jimmy Carter's younger brother. Wow. Who's one year everybody? It was the uh, 77 to 78. Right. R.I.P. Billy Bear. R.I.P. Um, yeah, so wild yeast is really interesting in that uh, you would think out in, in the wild, uh, Darwin's natural selection would come into play. And some of these yeasts would, that produce these, frankly, gross-sounding flavors would die off. Well, you really have to give evolution a bit of a push. See, and that's how beer brewing works, uh, right? So you pick the yeast that actually create good flavors in your beer. Right. You don't actually pick the stuff that creates dirty diaper flavors. Right. You don't I pick see. the you don't pick the the kind of yeast that create French whore flavors. So right. you're really an agent for evolution in this case. You're right. you're selecting the lines that will survive and which ones will die. It, it, true, and that is where the craftsmanship comes in. Ah, uh-huh. coming um, right back around to craftsmanship. I. I know sometimes, you know, like we, we get cut short on time, but I would like to try the cider. Um, oh. Yeah, I just because I, I tasting these two beers and, you know, the first one was OK. This one was really good. Um, I would like to try a cider because ciders are made a little bit differently, I assume, because mm-hmm. they are more sort of the 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 gluten free option many people get. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because there is no gluten in it. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. It is without. It is so that means there's no glutinous? there's no yeast. Is it been deglutinated? No, no, no. no, no there's no. yeast. Sorry, sorry, there is no there is no grain involved in it. Okay, it is only from apple juice. Now, okay. now I used uh, an apple juice that uh, I got from mainly from crab apples. Okay, uh, I also supplemented. Right. I think you said crab apples earlier, and uh, I have to say I don't remember. I, I had a crab apple tree in my yard as a child, and they are super gross. They they're, they're very tart. Yeah, they are extremely tart. So if you guys don't mind my rustling here for a minute, no, no, no not at all. I, I'm gonna. Thank you very much for for dipping in. Yeah, and uh, Jonathan, hey, good job on the I, hard the hard push. Yeah, That's how I just, you get samples. I'm just ex- excited to try this. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, I've I've been trying to go a little bit more uh, gluten free, right? And um, I thought this might be something interesting. Now, now before a lot you do of this, head. Ju- yes. Now, here's the thing: is it'll create a lot of head, and then the head will disappear very okay. quickly, and that's because there's no gluten in it. Oh, interesting. Ah, because the gluten is sort of gluey, right? Is that oh, those sounds are the same? Yeah. I don't know that. Just, I just want you guys to hear that. Yeah, it's a nice, nice bubble down. Have have it in stereo there. All right, now, oh, remember, yep. you want to plug up plug your right, right nostril, smell it with your left. Your left nostril, smell it with your right. Smell it with both. You can actually swish it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, before I, before you guys drink this, okay, I just want to let you know that there is Britannomyces in this, which is a okay. wild type of yeast. Uh-huh. Okay? So, that is going to create the flavors of horse blanket, oh, okay. mouse taint, mm-hmm. old hay, wow. barnyard, Donkey balls, flavors like that. So, so those are all in here. Those are all in here. Oh, and that, interesting. And also, I, I smell. If you notice it on the back, you're also going to taste some craftsmanship. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and taste this. Uh, okay. But before I do, I did want to ask: How do you capture wild yeast? 
Is oh. this is this like a, sort of a Pokemon situation? Do you uh, have to yeah, hunt them? Yeah, you you mm. can actually wild yeast actually grow on apples. It grows oh. on it grows everywhere. It grows on you. It grows on me. It right. grows on everyone. Fungi. Yeah. 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 What kind of apple juice do you use? Do you use like Welch's or do you? Uh, typically, you like to use uh, not just regular apple juice. You want to use actual cider. Okay. So you want to go to a cidery. Uh, you want to try and get some cider that they actually press. Okay. Ah. You want to boil it to kill any microorganisms that are in there. So you're not going to have the neighborhood kids own. like squish the apples for you. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you just have to splurge. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did have the neighborhood kids pick the crab apples that I that I added to this. Ah, nice. So here's my question. How much do you like it? I like this very much. It is tasty. And just the idea of crab apples and then wild yeast, all I keep thinking about are geese eating crab apples, and now I understand why they go after them. Right. But do you, do you taste the, the sourness of it? This is a sour I do, a sour yeah. cider. I was going to say, this is uh, really? a don't... very good cider, and I like the, the tart finish. It's a little uh, dry. Yeah. kind of mm-hmm. leaves a dry feeling in my mouth, which I like. It's very summery. This is, actually, this is one of the better ciders that I've I've had. I do enjoy this. I agree. I was now, worried about the smell. Like, the smell... It's like, a little... Mouse taint scared me. Mm. But um, I don't taste... The donkey balls. I don't taste mm-hmm. the horse blanket, but you can kind of get it in the smell. Yeah, the smell. It's it's it is not a pleasant smell. Yeah, like, it's I an would interesting not want mix. this to be a candle. But no, that could also be some it. of your cologne. It's it could also be that. Yes. Well, yeah. it is kind of messing up everything. Yeah. So you know, but uh, yeah. If and like I was talking about, if you smell it with your right, you smell it with your left. Mm-hmm. You can kind of get both brains about it. Right. Right. And then you you use both nostrils to bridge those brains and and get the gestalt. Uh, and then enjoy it. This yeah. is, I have to agree. We've tried out a few different ciders on the show. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty hard to get yeah. free samples of a lot of the good stuff. Uh, like Crispin won't talk to us. No. Um, Chuck doesn't want to have anything to do with us right. after that. Well, yeah, we incident. did. We did two episodes and, uh, the rest of it, like reds. I saw well, just did sugar you, Did you stuff. ask him if you could chuck some wood for him? You know, we started getting into the tongue twister thing. We asked how much wood would they offer. They hung up they, halfway yeah. through. And it, it just didn't work out. No, they've they've heard it enough. Like they they were not amused. So, so it's unfortunate. But. So here's my question: Are you guys ready to start home brewing? Oh um, God, no! That's that's a lot of money. Sounds like a lot of, like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, but no, you... no, no! You have to get the neighborhood kids into it. That's sure. But I'm worried about equipment. So yeah. how do I go about like, let's say, getting a sample of? One of those big industrial-sized boilers that they well, use to do here's homebrew. the thing. You don't need to start off that large. Most of ah. my homebrews, I do about five gallons. Five gallons okay. will net about two cases of beverage. That's like the size of one of those buckets from Home Depot, right? It is, in fact. Yeah, okay. So, so we have a lot of those. When you say cases, do you mean like 12 bottles? Like, well, uh, 24. Six, 24 bottles. Okay, 24. 24 bottles. So about two Two cases, okay. so about 48 Eight bottles, bottles, 48 to That's 50 bottles, yeah. right? For about a five-gallon, uh, you know, batch. Right, right. Okay? Now, what I do is uh, is actually I get old water bottles, okay. and I brew mm-hmm. in those. Now, there are certain huh. pieces that you have to buy. You have to buy the airlock, and you have to buy a stopper. Right. Some people, you could fi- feasibly find old cork mm-hmm. and use it, uh, and and possibly uh, some some piping. And I mean, that could be free. Sure. Or you could spend like the two dollars. I mean, people rip copper costs. out of houses. Yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, now also, the brew pot 
I got mm-hmm. my brew pot. Now, I mean, you have to you have to boil it to make sure it kills any microorganisms. Right. You don't want that stuff that creates, you know, the baby diaper. Right. Okay. Right. My brew pot, it's about five gallons. I actually got it from a Wendy's that was going out of business. Oh. And it's an old Wendy's chili pot. That's what I Hey, use. very nice. And chili is one of the better things that they make there. That's true. Yeah. Wendy's is on lock with the chili. chili yeah. 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 And, you know, really, although you cannot taste the chili flavor come through on this mm. anymore because I scrubbed it. Right. Because right. that would be ridiculous. Uh, but you can taste, you know what you can taste? The craftsmanship. That's right. Well, these have been very lovely. Uh, I'm feeling inspired to start a new hobby. I'm feeling a little tipsy. Well, doesn't take much with you, Jonathan. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been enlightening and wonderful. Thank you for all of the hard work you put into these. I think it really shows. Mm -hmm. Is that the kind of work? That's the kind of stuff. Craftsmanship. Oh, craftsmanship. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you, guys. I was halfway there. (laughs) All right. Everybody, thanks so much to Chris Scarborough. Uh, We'll be right back. Hello, this is Christopher Scarborough from Munkenstein Beer. It is a beer that is handcrafted with craftsmanship, stolen from 12 Trappist monasteries. The yeasts, the hops, the flavor, the craftsmanship. This is all brought to you by Ambev. All right, and welcome Mm -hmm. back, everybody. Yep. Jonathan, this has been... Our best This has show. been the best. And I'm not saying that just because I'm a little tipsy. I am. That's why you're saying it? Or I'm you saying are? it because it's, it, yes. Okay. I, I am really tempted to start brewing. I nope. like. Nope. Too much work. I, I know. I, I get that you don't like the work. You don't have the time. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Speaking of time, uh, I actually just spent about two hours on the phone mm-hmm. after that interview lining up our next show oh what we got and i think you'll be very excited it was inspired by this episode is see it? if you can figure it out okay mice We're, it's not mice hey that's a good guess actually you can get well we've we've talked about mice on the show before Blankets. you remember when we had all those computer mice oh yeah yeah uh no it's soap <gasps> yeah inspired oh, by the shower beer. shower beer yeah so uh i don't want to totally give it away but we've got a bunch of different samples of all the different styles of a certain country name body of water brand of soaps so yeah i'm looking forward to that i want to spring into action jonathan don't spoil it and definitely don't wear the cologne next week just stay out of the mall okay craftsmanship Uh, these were very crafty beers Mm -hmm. well crafted beers yep have a glass of water All right. Thanks, everybody. This has been another episode of Would You Like a Sample? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, yes, I'll take one. Thanks for listening. This episode of Would You Like a Sample was brought to you by innumerable corporate sponsors. Thank you all for all the free stuff. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Hear Me Lobsters. Thank you to Norris Blackman for the show art. Thank you to Skies in Chaos for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And actually, while you're on iTunes, check us out as well. If you're already subscribed, give us a rating or share us around. We'd appreciate it. While you're there, check out the excellent Curioso podcast. They're pretty awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.